The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfy with Remax the Golfy Team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition, with host Rick Zamprin. Yes, good morning once again. We have a jam-packed show for you today. We're going to talk about the latest statistics from the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. Uh, more eye-popping numbers, maybe not as eye-popping as earlier in the year, but still interesting to those who are contemplating selling their home, putting it on the market, contemplating jumping into the market, perhaps for the first time. If uh, you are in the market to sell your home, uh, to buy your first home or your 10th, you got to call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team. And the number to call is 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. Dot com. Don't forget, they're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Hunt Down the Golfie Team. And if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie Team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. We're also going to chew on blind bidding in Canada. What would it look like if it came to an end? And RBC is predicting a slowdown for real estate in 2022. We will also settle the debate about buying versus renting a home. To begin, Rob, how was your week? Pretty good, pretty good. We had a, a, a listing in Ancaster, um, and we, we listed it at uh, $1.6 million. Uh, our suggested price was to put it at one point five, And our client says, no, no, they want to get it, uh, put it at one point six. So we did. We had over 30 showings on it, hmm. no offers. So after 30 days, we finally convinced our, <clears throat> excuse me, our, our seller to uh, to put it down to 1.5. So we listed at 1,499.9, and she was a little skeptical. She was a little worried and everything like that because she wanted 1.5. So when we did that, we uh, we we put it up uh, at the 1.5. We get an offer right away, and it came in at full price. She was like thrilled, it, it, like I'm like just ecstatic. And then uh, uh, we we said to her, say, hey, listen, hang on. You got a, a three, four more showings happening in in, uh, in the next uh, twelve hours. Let's get these in before we get excited about this one. So before you know it, we get another uh, offer. So we ended up getting two offers, and we sold it for five hundred and fifty. Uh, sorry, one million five hundred and fifty thousand. Hmm. See how the market. See how the market works. Like you'll never underprice in this market, whether it's stagnant, balanced, or whatever. You will never underprice it. You price it right. You will do better than what uh, the, the, the market value is. So you list up market value, you'll do probably better, market value or better. So I'm just saying out there, just be very careful. Like you could be sitting at 1.6, 1.6, and nothing's happening. When you get uh, that many showings happening on your property, 
and you're not getting an offer. That means you are close. You are close to the, to the, the value of the property, but you're still far. So that's when you have to do the adjustment. So that was, you know what? It's a good story. Our client was thrilled. They were happy. They got 1,550,000. They were happy. They were, they wanted 1,500. So perfect. It all worked out. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's a, a feel good story, which is, uh, you know, just sometimes, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people don't listen to the realtors and they, <laughs> and, and we followed our clients instructions and, and, uh, and it, it, sometimes it could backfire on them because things change and uh, times change and, and they could actually hurt themselves if they chase the market. But we know how to, you know, uh, get it going and, uh, and get more money for our clients. Of the, so, uh, of the two offers that eventually came in, um, were, were either of those among the first 30 showings? No. Wow. No. Yeah. So, so that tells you there's a lot of people looking uh, in Ancaster in that price point. Yeah. So it, it, you know what it is? It's just uh, a lot of times people don't come back. I mean, some, you may get the odd one that may come back, but a lot of times they will not come back. And you lose all those buyers. So all those 30 buyers, we, lo- we lost. So, and then we have to wait for new buyers to come into the marketplace. So you got to be very, very careful when you price your house out. You'll never underprice your house if, you, if it's done structurally right. And my team is, is taught by me how to make sure that, you know, that they get more than the market value. And how long of a period of time was it when it was listed at 1.6, but then it went down to 1.499? Over 30 days. It was 30, 30 days. 35 days, yeah. Okay. Uh, we, that's when we changed the price. Interesting. Wow. And do you suspect yeah. that if you waited a little bit longer, you may have lost out on those two but offers could, that did come in? Could have. Yeah, could have. And then what you have to do is you're going to have to cancel the list and keep it off the market for a week or two and then bring it back on the market and yeah. refresh it. Uh, you just, it, you know, that, that's, that's your plan B if nothing works out, but, but, uh, but yeah, no, it worked out fantastic. So they, they got 50,000 less from the 1.6, but they got 50,000 more than the 1.5, which was the value, which was our suggested price. Now, if we actually listed it at one, uh, 1,500,000, mm-hmm. we probably would have generated maybe more than two offers, Yeah, you, you know, and they probably would have got 1.6. Yeah, that, and, that, you know, I mean, it, it's it's hard to tell. It's hard. I mean, could have, would have, should have. You know, it, it it's all there. But but our clients are super happy uh, at the price and uh, very excited. We're excited for them, and they're very excited. That is interesting to note that you got thirty showings at one point six. I wonder how many it would have been if it started at one five. Oh, it, it, it would have been. We we probably would have had thirty showings in in one week. Yeah. Uh, or or three days. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, that you live and learn, right? Yeah. That's how, that's how, uh, things work out in this business. So, but like I said, you never, you'll never underprice a house if you know how to strategize and how to market it and present it to the public. Well, speaking of sales and prices, let's dive into the latest statistics from the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington reporting 1,226 sales last month. Uh, increasing 2% since uh, August, and they were down nearly 30% compared to September 2020, which we know now was an extremely uh, active month, um, so much so, you know, one of the best Septembers uh, on record. Uh, The average price for Hamilton Burlington now sits at $881,000 and change. That's an increase of nearly 5% from August compared to an increase of 22% from September 2020. 
And uh, the president of the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington, Donna Bacher, said, quote, after months of relatively flat prices, September's historically low listing and inventory levels have moved the average sale price to a new record. The demand remains strong and the supply remains low. Overall, we will need more supply on the market to meet the demands of buyers and investors. There's nothing on the horizon to indicate that October will be any different. Are you getting that sense as well, that October is going to mirror September? Uh, yeah, October uh, will, the numbers, uh, like unit sales will be uh, tough because of inventory. Uh, but I think October is going to be a really good month. Now, last year, October was a, like even like it was pretty fantastic. It's going to be, it, it'll be, there's no doubt it's going to be hard to beat last year's October numbers because September, it was the gateway to this crazy market that was, that's coming up the pipeline. And so it basically started in September and then it went right through to uh, like May, June of, of this, this year. Like it just, it just continued. But that was the beginning of this uh, insane market that, uh, that we're in. So let's look at some of the neighborhoods in and around Hamilton. We'll start, uh, really, you can say that, you know, the number of sales are down pretty much everywhere, whether it's Ancaster, Glanbrook, the Mountain, the East End, the West End, uh, Hamilton Center, Stony Creek. It's all, it's, it's all down across the board, but the average price across the board is all up. Um, so do you want to start in Ancaster? Yeah, we'll start in Ancaster. So year over year, there's no doubt that uh, we're up. And in some cases, we're up. Uh, as high as uh, I see as 30, 40% in some areas and 20% uh, and, and, and low as 10, 11%. Like Ancaster, 20% year over year of, of September. Last year, you could have bought a house in Ancaster for 930000 and now you're, you're paying $1.1 million for a house. And uh, so it, it has gone up 20% year over year in uh, Ancaster. Now, Dundas, uh, is only 13%. It's, it's a funny, you know, it's a little a little pocket there in outside of Hamilton. Last year, you could have bought a house for 787000 This year, 887000 So 13% increase. Uh, pretty good. Now, Flamborough, I mean, it, it, because they don't sell as many homes, uh, that price can fluctuate, but there's a lot of high-end homes that sell in Flamborough. Now, they're up 17%. Last year, you could have bought a house in Flamborough for a million forty-three thousand. This year, you're buying a house in Flamborough, a million two hundred twenty-two thousand. So it, it, they, it, it's gone up quite a bit. Now Glanbrook, big jump, thirty-six percent. Like Glanbrook last year, we thought last year was expensive in, in uh, September at seven hundred eighteen thousand. Well, now you need to buy a house in Glanbrook. Average price there is nine hundred seventy-five thousand five hundred. Um, so that's that's insane. Um, uh, uh, Hamilton Central, one of the biggest markets in uh, in Hamilton, nineteen up nineteen percent. So last year, Hamilton Central five hundred, uh, uh, pretty well four hundred ninety five thousand. Now it's five hundred and ninety one thousand eight hundred, nineteen percent increase. Incredible. Wow. Uh, Hamilton East, huge jump twenty twenty eight percent. Last year you could buy a house for five hundred and four thousand. This year, uh, six hundred forty seven thousand five hundred. The Hamilton Mountain, one of the best markets in Hamilton, always always had sky sky jumps. Uh, last year, you could have bought a house for five hundred ninety thousand six hundred. This year, you are buying a house on the Hamilton Mountain average price for seven hundred eighty four thousand five hundred. Thirty three percent increase on the Hamilton Mountain, and Hamilton West, that's uh, McMaster area and plus the Durand area. Last year, you could buy a house for uh, pretty well average price six hundred thousand. Now we're at six hundred sixty-seven thousand. 
Stony Creek, that's including Upper and Lower Stony Creek with a 20, 23% increase. Uh, last year, 703000 that you could have bought a house. This year, 863000 uh, Amazing. Water down, uh, a 22% increase uh, from last year. So uh, 782400 last year. This year, 952000 for a house in Waterdown. Very, everything's just jumping like crazy. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Burlington, Branford, Niagara, the GTA as well. That's uh, coming up after the break. We'll also chat about blind bidding, uh, the prediction for 2022 in terms of real estate and buying versus renting. The debate has been settled. We'll tell you who won. The Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition continues on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Joining me once again, Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax's Gartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them on the World Wide Web. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at least when it's working. Uh, you can follow them on uh, social media. And if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll chat about blind bidding in Canada. Is there going to be some changes to blind bidding in the future? And RBC is predicting a slowdown for real estate in 2022. We'll also talk about buying versus renting a home. But we've been going over the September real estate stats, according to the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. Sales down across the board in terms of unit numbers, but uh, prices still rocketing skyward, including in Burlington, where the price of an average home there is uh, up 18%, $905,000 at this time last year, just over a million this year, and Branford up 30%. Could have bought a home in Brantford last year for just shy of five hundred grand. Now six hundred forty-six thousand. And Niagara, Rob, is very active as well. Niagara is like I, I can't believe it. Uh, at Bond Hill Pella, forty percent increase. Now that's due to due to the fact that there's not that many homes been sold, and there were high end homes. So they went from seven hundred twenty-four thousand seven hundred last year to a million and twelve. Uh, thousand this year so you can't really look at those stats because there wasn't enough homes to sell mm-hmm. another one uh in niagara that i noticed was in lincoln now i i know because we sold quite a few houses even over the two and three million dollar mark in lincoln hmm. so and and they jumped from six hundred and eighty five thousand to a million and sixty eight uh, like sixty nine thousand a uh, one million one hundred and sixty nine thousand so that was a 71% increase. You can't look at those numbers. There was uh, very little homes that sold. There was only 33 homes that sold, but a lot of them, I'd say, I'd say a third of them sold uh, for two and a half to three million and four million dollars in Lincoln. So, so they had a, a, a big jump. Uh, another big jump was St. Catharines, 27%. But 
And Smithville, again, 52%. They, they only sold six homes, so I'm not going to even go there because that's, that's not going to even give. But uh, to, you just can't go by those numbers too much because it, it fluctuates every month. But, uh, yeah, throughout Niagara, it ranged from uh, as low as 10% up to, to up to 71%. And in Toronto, they're up ni- uh, 19% year over year. Last, last year in uh, Toronto, the GTA, that's it, all the surrounding areas, you could have bought a house for average price for 972000 This year, 1158500 So they're up 19%, no doubt. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just amazing and uh, how this is going. But, but again, last year was the start of, uh, of the market starting, and that's why there was a lot of homes up for sale. And uh, this year, the inventory is low, and everything is low this year, like uh, cars, um, appliances, everything. Um, so it's uh, it, it's just gonna it's gonna be like that for a while. Now we got September versus August mm-hmm. of this year. Yes. Now it, it's pretty well stabilized. Like in Hamilton, in Hamilton surrounding areas, it's only gone up two percent from August to September, uh, average sale price. And uh, Burlington up two percent only average sale price from uh, uh, August versus September. Brantford, uh, Brantford took a, a dive of one percent. Um, it's hard to tell what what caused that, uh, but one percent is nothing to you know to worry about. St. Catharines up two percent. Niagara Falls down one percent. And Niagara Falls, St. Catharines, they were both probably uh, uh, small markets and and very. Uh, price uh like affordable pricing market so for some reason they, maybe they jumped a little bit too high and they had to adjust itself a little bit but uh but those markets um uh, did well the, the best markets that did really well uh was well and they they're up six percent month over month and that, that's incredible uh and it's because it's just, and i'm surprised because well has jumped quite a bit in the last two years and toronto of course seven percent month over month of course gta they always have great numbers but uh that's it. But if anybody wants to see these numbers, we will have them on our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and all our platforms of social media. You'll be able to look at it, and you can see each area. So don't hesitate to look up uh, Golfy Team, uh, and you'll you'll find uh, our stats on all our platforms. The one stat that uh, stuck out to me uh, is uh, Ancaster, and not necessarily the price difference, because we know that prices are up across the board, but I guess it was the sales decline amongst all the areas in Hamilton, save for Waterdown, which, I mean, there's not a lot of houses sold in Waterdown, but in Ancaster, uh, in September of 2020, 99 homes were sold, only 48 homes were sold uh, last month. That's a 52% drop. Is Ancaster, in terms of the price because the price will obviously indicate how many homes do change hands. Is it is it priced to the max now, that 1.1? Is that the highest we're going to see? I mean, it'll continue to inch upwards, but is that uh, capped? Yeah, I think I think we're getting close to, to the cap, and it'll probably float around there for a bit, but yeah. it just depends. If the inventory is really low, you're going to get people coming in and saying, I, I, you know, and, and people in Ancaster, I mean, it, it's obviously, you know, there's a lot of high-end homes there. There's people that have money. People that have money, um, $100,000, $200,000, they will, they will pay more for a house just to get a house if they need a house. Now, again, you know, in the, in people that can't afford that, I mean, five, ten thousand is a lot of money. And in, in, in the lower city or wherever you are in Hamilton, it, it, it's going to be tough for them to, to come up there. But Ancaster, it just depends how much money is going to be coming into that little, uh, town. But, but yeah, like it's, 
like, you know, 52% uh, down in amount of homes sold in Ancaster. So it's going to drive the prices up because there's not much to look, not, not much to, to pick from. Uh, the other thing that caught my eye was average days on market. So in uh, even though fewer homes were sold, they didn't stay on the market as long. In Burlington, in September of 2020, the average days on market was about 19 days. And in September 2021, it was 12.7. Here in Hamilton, the average days on market in September 2020 was 19.7. Last month, it was 16.8. So that probably goes back to the supply-demand issue. There's not a lot of, not a lot of homes, but they're being scooped up quicker. They, they are. And, uh, and it, it, it's going to be like that for a, a bit. A bit. And we, there's nothing we can do about it. There's, you know, people know... Now, there's people that want to move, but they're not moving because they can't find a house. But there's people that don't have a house, need a house. So those people that need a house, well, they would they would buy the person's house that, that wants to move, upgrade or downgrade, but they're not going to do it because they can't find it. So so that that is just going to continue going on uh, for for a while because everybody's sitting tight. And, you know, like if you've got a big house right now and you want to downsize, well, if the right house comes, they'll go for it. But... It's not coming up, and they're not moving fast enough to get it. So, it, so you're going to see p- people sitting on their houses for a while, and that's what's driving the market up because there's less homes for sale. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Let's switch gears and talk about blind bidding. We've spoken about this over the last number of weeks. It was an election topic at one point as well with housing affordability coming up uh, during the federal election campaign. Uh, The CBC commissioned a a poll that surveyed uh, a bunch of Canadians, 1,500 Canadians in fact, between September 17th and the 19th using Leger's online panel, and it found that 52% supported the elimination of blind bidding, 23% wanted things to say stay the same, and 25% said they didn't know. Uh, I got a kick out of one expert who said a change to open bidding will not address Canada's affordability crisis and points to Australia as an example, saying that the auction fever in Australia creates a three-ring circus on front lawns and has not led to price decreases. Major Australian cities uh, are reporting increases of up to 20% for housing places. So ending blind bidding, obviously, in Australia's case, which has the open auction concept, is not leading to lower prices. No, because you're finding people want to beat out the other person uh, even more so. Um, it, it's hard to gauge. I'm gonna. I, I don't. I don't know which is the right way. Uh, I do get. Here's here's what I I do get. Um, and there was a situation that happened with uh, a realtor. I, I'm not sure wh- where it was. That, that this realtor. Um, they. If you if you're bidding against two people and somebody goes in two hundred thousand over asking, the other guy may go in at full price. They're trying to stop that $200,000 gap mm-hmm. between the first and second bid, and that's what's driving the prices up. Now, open bidding, everybody right away knows exactly where the, um, uh, what the price is, and everybody's bidding. So it's, it's almost like uh, eBay, I guess. Everybody bids. I, I, I haven't done anything on eBay, but I understand that you can bid, bid on something, and somebody else can go there and bid, and, and they can bid a little higher. Now, uh, I know there was a, a company, I think in Toronto, a real estate company, and, they, and they're doing some of this right now, and, and it's working out pretty good. 
I mean, you can go online and, you, and you know, they put the house up for, for sale. It's on uh, realtor.ca. Everybody gets to see it. And then you can go online saying offers are going to stop at this time. And you can bid uh, your, your offer online so, and you can see everybody else's number, which is nice. And, but, um, you know, and at least the, the second highest bidder is not going to be, or, or the highest bidder and the second highest bidder is not going to be, Two hundred or three hundred thousand apart. Mm-hmm. They're can, only going to be maybe five to ten thousand apart. Yeah. Can you foresee the day uh, that the Golfy Team website or, or or many other real estate websites have a uh, you know a, a section for listings? You can go in this section. You find the home that you like. You click. You know, submit your bid. You put your bid in, and then. Uh, you can see the other bids, and and then they're ranked, and then maybe I don't know the top five make it to stage two, and then you have your your auction process. Do you, do you foresee a day like that happening? Maybe one day. I do. It's we're in October of two thousand twenty-one. Rick, <laughs> mark my words. Uh, we got to copy this segment. I'd say within two years, uh, we'll probably have a change of blind bidding and yeah. I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure why it, 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 it's going to be good and bad, but I, but uh, the government says they want to do a change. If they don't do anything, anything, they'll, they'll be ridiculed if they, so they're, they're going to use this as a, as a point to, to do. And it's not because it's going to be better for the, the people. It's just because the government said they were going to do a change. Now I do think that it will happen. I'm prepared for it. We, I'm, I'm, we're looking into it in case it does happen. But I got a feeling blind bidding may end up coming to Canada within a couple of years, like, like uh, as a legitimate way to, to create multiple offers. So when there's a house for sale and you have two people bidding on this house and they put forward the exact same uh, offer price, what happens in that scenario? Do they find out that, hey, there's another bid, you both have the same price, and the only answer to this equation is you got to come back with your best price. Is that how it works? Yep. You do a second round of uh, uh, presentation. So you, you send them both back and uh, you just say, listen, sorry, you guys are both identical uh, uh, prices. Uh, no conditions. It's all cash. Both deposits are the same. And uh, so you, you send them both back. And, that, and that's frustrating because the people already went to their highest price. Now they got to go step it up more. So one person may not come back, and the other person comes back another twenty-five thousand or fifty thousand higher. Yeah. So, and guess what? They, that's what they get. They get, you know. So it is a frustrating thing. I get. A, I I understand completely about uh, 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 auction bidding, and uh, it, it 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 eliminates that. It eliminates you overpaying too much for your house, and. Uh, and that's why I, I think in, within two years it's going to happen. And uh, they're probably doing studies on it right now before they make uh, a jump into that. Um, I think uh, the Ontario Real Estate Association probably wants to keep it the way it is. But we are governed by, you know, the government and RICO and everything else. And so there'll, there'll be changes. And uh, but we'll see how it goes. Have you ever represented a buyer who doesn't put forth the best bid or their max bid because they want to get the home for as little as possible? While still, while still beating Ab- the other person? Absolutely. We get people that, uh, and, and we tell them that there's five offers on this house, and they say, let's say they're asking 500000 for this house. They want to go in at 475000 And it, we still have to type it up. We still have to go through the whole motion <laughs> and, and, and submit it. And, we're, and we tell our client, listen, 
there's like ten operas or five operas on this place, chances are it's gonna it's gonna go full price or more. And uh, and and but those are new people that are entering the market and they just don't want to feel like they're gonna overpay. Yeah, they learn real quick after the third or fourth time that they put offers in, and sometimes they fall in love with the house that they really want, and they find out somebody outbidded them and they go whoa and it, and it's hurt it, it hurts them i it, it crushes them because you know they're walking through this house and they're imagining themselves in that house and they really feel like this was meant for them and then somebody else gets the house because they outbid, outbidded them it is so heartful and so it, it's sad it's really sad when you have a great couple with kids that deserve to have that house and somebody with more money uh, came to the plate and ends up getting it. it. It's a really sad feeling. That's when you have to play psychiatrist, but that's that's for a different show. Uh, when we come back, we'll chat about uh, RBC predicting a slowdown for real estate in 2022, and the debate is over between buying versus renting a home. Stay tuned. That's to come here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. Joining me is Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can call them today at 905-575-7700. You'll be calling Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales. That number again, 905-575-7700. Online, robgolfy.com. The website again is robgolfi.com. If you have a topic idea, or a question for the Golfy team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. If you want a, uh, a, a, an email question addressed on the show, that email address again is questions at robgolfie.com. And find them on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. RBC is predicting a slowdown in real estate. Its September macroeconomics report says that it expects housing sales in Canada to decline by up to 20%. In 2022, it says a deep shortage of housing inventory has led to a decrease in overall sales throughout the summer, but has also contributed to prices continuing to rise given the steep competition for any available properties. Last month, RBC declared that the risk of overheating in the market had lessened, something they believe will carry into 2022. And for home buyers looking, looking to get into the market, conditions will continue to remain tight, uh, but prices while still expected to climb, will be more tempered. It also notes that national sales have already dropped 20% from their March 2021 highs. The forecast sales will decline a further 20% in 2022. Um, how accurate do you think this is? There, there's always there's always an adjustment, but I don't think it's coming. I don't think it's coming next year. I think it's going to come. Now listen to this one. Here's another one we got. Right. We got to 
replay down the road. <laughs> I, I think we're, <laughs> I think we will have some kind of adjustment in the second half of next year. Now, okay. here's here's what happened in 2016. Now, so in 2016, the average sale price. I'm I'm just going to go based on Hamilton and surrounding areas. I just I, I just wanted to show the uh, have you listening. The average sale price was four hundred twenty nine thousand seven hundred forty nine. That sounds great, eh? Pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. So that was 2016. Now. Average sale price four hundred twenty nine thousand seven hundred. Now the first half of two thousand seventeen. Now remember, two thousand seventeen was a boom in the first half of the year. Yeah. So the average sale price in the first half of two thousand seventeen was five hundred eighteen thousand six hundred. Twenty one percent increase from the previous year. Previous, so two thousand sixteen. Yep. Are you are, are you with me there? I hear you. Okay, so now the second half of 2017, the market adjusted itself down 9% in the second half of 2017. So we had a spike in the first half, and then it readjusted itself. But it's still up uh, from 2016, so it's still up. Okay, now uh, from 2000 – now now in 2019, I I did the average sale price. So the average sale price in 2000, 2019 went up 3% from the first half of 2017. I always tell people, look, when, when the market's furious and the way it's going, um, always like look at moving in. If you think you're overpaying, don't worry about it. Within two to two and a half years, I, I would say two to five years, you will surpass what you paid for your house. If you think you overpaid, which you never do. So, Everybody that bought in 2017 thought, oh, my oh my God, I paid too much for this house. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? But look at it now. Like, I mean, like the average sale price in, in Hamilton in 2017 when, when they were buying was 518000 Well, look what, it's, look what it's now. It's in the seven 800000 874. So, so, exactly. So, I, I, I tell people, look, if you're, the market's always going to adjust itself. Markets adjust itself week by week, month by month. Yeah, sometimes there's a spike, but it, then it readjusts itself. Don't worry. It, like You cannot go wrong owning real estate. Real estate doubles every 10 years. You cannot go wrong with it. So don't feel um, that the, the, the market's going to go down. Now, here's another thing, what, what this study says. So they're not taking into a fact that 1.2 million immigrants are going to be coming into this country in the next two years. Mm-hmm. $150 billion uh, uh, dollars of wealth trans- uh, tra- uh, transfer of wealth is coming down the pipeline. So there's $150 billion that people are going to inherit out there. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to buy the, – the economy is just going to go crazy. Now, the, there's a housing shortage out there, and the housing shortage is going to go on for a long time because we didn't catch up to it. We fell behind. We fell asleep at the wheel, and the government fell asleep at the wheel, and now it's going to take a long time to catch up on this housing shortage. So I feel there's always corrections, like the adjustments with real estate, but not, and if there is a 20%, not to worry, because it's going to uh, jump right back up. So don't worry, people. If you think you're overpaying, you're never going to overpay. Never. Yeah, and that, that 20% figure also is a national figure, not just for Hamilton, but it also says that uh, the pace will still be above the 10-year average. So, yeah, if you're in the market to buy a home, 
Uh, jump in now before those prices continue to escalate. Uh, one more segment to come, and we will use that to talk about buying versus renting a home. That's next here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. And one more go-round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, by the way, to all our listeners tuning in. Rob Golfy is our guest today. He's a sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find him online at robgolfie.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. And follow them on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you have a question or a topic idea for the Golfy team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. A study um, that looked at buying versus renting a home says owning was more financially beneficial over the long term than renting in 91% of the cases analyzed, assuming a 20% down payment, and all the rent obviously goes to the landlord while only part of your mortgage payment is lost as interest. So I guess the debate is over. Owning is way better than renting. I've always been with that, and, and it is. And, and, and there are some people that are renting out there that are scared to own. They, they are. And, uh, you know, it's just, it is tough because they're, they're thinking, okay, well, if my house needs a new, new shingles or a new roof, i got to come up with six to $10,000 to pay for this roof. Mm-hmm. So how, how do I come up with that? Well, their equity growth, they can refinance and, and do that. But, but it, I get it. it it's, you know, but I think if you put, if you're, if you buy a house and most people want to own a house, like they say, the conclusion, uh, was, uh, that owning a house, like uh, uh, Canadians want, uh, want to own a house. They, it hurts so bad that they want to own a house in this country. So the conclusion is buy a house, you will become farther, uh, financially secure in later years. If you think about it, it, let's say if you're renting the same house for 20 years or 25 years, you you pay the same amount for whatever 25 years. You just help somebody else pay that mortgage off. Not only that, that house is worth probably three or four times more as much as it was when you first moved in. Mm-hmm. Now, if you did that, if you moved into that house, got a mortgage, paid that mortgage uh, every 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 month for the next 25 years, again, your net worth would have jumped four or five times more as what you paid for the house. Well, look, look, look at 30 years ago. You could have bought a house here in, in uh, the Durand neighborhood for $120,000, depending you know, if it was the late 80s or early 90s, and let's say 120000 Today, those houses are going for seven, eight, nine hundred thousand. 900000 Think about that. That's 30 years later. Now, it, like, a renter would not ever have that money. You upkeep the house, and even if you didn't do anything to the house, You'd still be worth six, seven hundred thousand dollars more if you didn't even do a single thing to that house in thirty years. So, renting, I, I think, uh, is something that people don't have a choice. They have to because they just don't have the down payment. But if you had a choice, buy a house right away.
I know you, I'm a realtor. I know that's <laughs> my thing. Yeah. I get it. I want your business. Yeah. I understand. I know you guys say, oh, he just wants to sell more houses. But I'm just saying, listen, if you go back 60 years, you're going to see that uh, real estate has doubled every 10 years since 1960. Yeah, the math uh, the math doesn't lie. You mentioned the word refinance. I, I can't imagine how many people have refinanced over the last, I don't know, decade because house prices have gone up. They've built up that equity as well, and they're they're able to do so. Uh, I, the number is probably astronomical. Oh, it's it's incredible! It's incredible, and and then now now the rents are becoming expensive because there's in some areas there's a shortage of uh, of uh, uh, rental uh, vacancies. Yeah. Like there's it's hard to find a place to rent. I had a, like I said before on the show, I had a somebody that uh, I rented a a, a three bedroom house in uh, East Hamilton for eighteen hundred dollars a month, and he wasn't happy paying that much. But then within six, he wanted to shorten his lease to one year instead of two years that we signed. Guess what? He's, he wants to sign another two-year lease because now that $1,800 a month was cheap compared to everybody else that's renting in the same neighborhood. So there you go. See how, mar- see how markets change? And, uh, but again, uh, you know, if anybody, like, if anybody is renting right now and they have the urge or they want to know if they want to buy a house, let, give us a call at the Golfie team and we will connect you with a mortgage person. We'll find a way to get you a house that you don't have to rent anymore. There are ways, it, there's creative ways, and it can be done. So don't hesitate to give us a call. It doesn't cost you anything, and, and it could change your life forever by owning a house. Yeah, and there's there's options out there. I mean, we're, we're, we've, we've talked about some scary numbers at the start of the show in terms of average house price going up, you know, 13, 15, 20, 30%, you know, upwards of over a million dollars in some cases. There are much more affordable options out there as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's still, there's still deals out there. They are still deals out there. And right now, before the, the new year, I'd say between now and maybe the end of the, January is the time to get into the market because for buyers, it, it's a good time. Housing prices kind of stopped going up as much. They're just kind of, they're just kind of floating around. They're like sitting ducks right now. They're just waiting. Well, so, but but if you wait till February, March next year, it's going to be a different story. Jump on uh, that sitting duck. Call the Golfie team at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com. Rob, great show as always, and thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.